This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 309, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, September the 9th. Welcome to Comic Shenanigans, I'm your host Adam Chapman and this is episode 305 where we look at the uh, releases from Wednesday, September the 9th, or at least some of the selected releases and I give some quick uh, kind of rapid fire reviews. So uh, today's episode will be a little shorter than normal, I usually like to get the episodes up on Monday these days, um, so this is up a little later than I would have liked uh, as it's going up Tuesday evening. But let's just kind of run down some of the books that came out last week, t- starting with alphabetically Action Comics 44. Uh, so here we kind of uh, we end and well we kind of end the, the ongoing kind of storyline. It's not completely ended, but we get to see more of uh, Superman going up against Wrath uh, um, and I guess the the shadows. Um, I, I find the actual fighting and the action a little boring, to be honest. But I, once the uh, shadow had kind of possessed Lee, I thought it was a lot more interesting uh, to ha- kind of see Superman having to examine his own frailties and kind of you know having to make a change uh the artwork unfortunately is a little bit awkward there's a shot at the end where it's looking up at superman as he's kind of walking proudly and i just didn't buy it as a as a shot i just didn't think it worked the very end with um the the wrath character kind of absorbing people i i didn't really buy that either um it's interesting because there's elements of this issue that i thought were quite strong but overall i think it kind of faltered it's by uh Story by Greg Pak and Aaron Cooter. It's written, uh, sorry, the words are by Greg Pak, artwork by Cooter and Howard Porter. Um, I really like the Howard Porter stuff. The stuff by Cooter, I thought, at times was uh, kind of lost cohesion. Um, it just, la- I, it's not necessarily cohesion. The last definition, it, uh, there's some shots here where Superman kind of looks like a bowl full of jelly. Like he, he isn't given muscle definition when he's in his shirt. And considering it's supposed to be like this, at times baggy shirt and at times extremely form-fitting shirt. It just felt weird to not have any kind of definition being given to his physique, um, which I think made it harder to kind of connect with the character and his form and the actual power in every punch he was throwing is if you if you can't really, you know, bond with the, his musculature, it's, it's, it sounds really stupid, but it really is an issue when you have a character like Superman, you've got to give him some sort of, sort of form and definition, and here he lacks it. And I think it was it hurt the artwork. I'm gonna give the issue a, maybe a five and a half out of ten. Uh, it had some some beats that I thought were strong, but overall I don't think they were strong enough, uh, and they weren't enough of them either. Uh, next up is Amazing Spider-Man: Renew Your Vows, number five, which just felt like an odd, very odd read. It's by written by Dan Slott, artwork by Adam Kubert. They kept saying like something big's gonna happen here, and it didn't. If, unless you talk about uh, screwing up a page that had an ad in the middle. I mean, that, that I guess happened, which is if that was a big deal. Uh, it just felt like this book didn't know what it wanted to be. At times, it was this kind of hardcore battle between, you know, Spider-Man trying to do everything he can to save his family. That part's cool. And then you have parts where you have, you know, May or Annie, sorry. And parts with her just don't, they didn't have the same kind of feeling. And it felt so easy to take out Regent at the end. Um, and I, I just felt like that didn't feel um, genuine given the rest of the series. And then even the ending felt very like, hee hee hee, like it's so cute and ending. No, I I did not enjoy this. The artwork was good, but the story was lacking. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. Uh, next up, we have Batman Superman 24. Uh, guess who's writing it? None other than Greg Pak, who has been hot and cold, but for the most part, more hot than cold. I actually thought this was great. Uh, it's written by Greg Pak, artwork by 
a ton of people, but all great artists, Artie Siaf, Yildare uh, Sinar, and Howard Porter. Howard Porter showing up again. I wish he'd just have an ongoing book of his own. Um, this was great. Um, the way that you know Superman's trying to stop the Underworlders, the way he kind of has a bit of a fight with this uh, kind of changed version of Aquaman since we've... You know, he, he's definitely gone through some alterations and seeing him this way, they both both characters have gone through a lot of changes, plus obviously Batman's gone through changes as well. I actually thought this was really fun. Um, the artwork was great. Um, it had kind of a an interesting ending. Uh, the ending with, with Clark finding Bruce Wayne, I don't know if I bought that as much. It was okay. Um, although it's interesting, and I remember when the first issue of Batman Superman came out, I remember making so much fun of the creepy, creepy park. And I remember uh, AJ Reese had, was on that episode, and we were talking about the launch of this and how Jay Lee makes everything look creepy. And when he's doing a Batman Superman book, it didn't quite feel right because there was a shot where you had Superman and Batman meeting in a park, which is where they meet here, and everything was like super creepy and, and gothic. And like you had like the park bench had weird like tendrils, and even the. Um, the, the trees were all kind of misshapen. And here we get to see them again, but a different artist doing it. And now it's a choice. Like, it's one thing when it's... Uh, um, oh, what's his name? I just, I just said his name. When it's Jay Lee, that's just kind of his style. When it's someone else doing it, now it's a conscious choice to do something that Jay Lee did, and it just feels weird. Uh, at the end of this issue, we get to see Vandal Savage with the Wrath. So there's definitely more going on uh, throughout the Greg Pox different uh, kind of Superman books. Overall, I dug this. It definitely had something to enjoy. If you just heard something crazy happen, it's because uh, I had a, a desk fan plugged into a in, into my computer, and my cat was deciding to rub up on this cord and rip a fan off the desk. So, sorry about that loud noise. I could edit it out, but nah. <laughs> I like the rawness. Uh, so, I'm going to give this issue uh, 7.5 out of 10. Not quite an 8, but it was close. Uh, next up is Civil War number four. Really digging this book. It's been so much fun. It's written by Charles Sewell, artwork by Lionel Francis Yu. Uh, it looks great. Um, the whole story is very compelling in terms of, you know, the two sides are kind of being forced to come up against each other. Uh, they're being manipulated. It definitely has shades of, like, secret invasion going on here. Um, not even shades, but giant shades. But I, I found it was very interesting, a great read. Very enjoyable. I'm excited to see what kind of what comes next. Um, yeah, this was great, fantastic. Really enjoyed this. Uh, every issue has been just great, um, which is interesting. Like I didn't know what to expect, and uh, no, I, I really dug this. It's been different, but uh, very compelling. Uh, next up is Darth Vader number nine. Uh, it's got. Uh, let's see. It's written by I believe by Kieran Gillen. Artwork by Salvador Larocca. La yep, there it is. Uh, the artwork remains very enjoyable. I love the interplay between uh, Vader and uh, now I forget what his name is, but the um, the uh, the official, the government official that he's kind of working with. Uh, at times, it almost feels like it demeans Vader, but Vader's still in charge, and I like that. That's always kind of the idea here. Uh, very very interesting, and I'm excited to kind of see what happens next, especially with. Um, you know, his his team or his 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 illicit squad going to Naboo, uh, which obviously makes sense given that you know what um, Vader knows about his supposedly dead children. So, uh, very compelling, very good. Uh, I gave it an eight out of ten. Next up is Giant Size Little Marvel AVX, a very long, ridiculous title, but a fantastic book. 
He, every single issue is just fantastic. Uh, the big splash page is when you had like everyone fighting each other. Is a poster waiting to happen? Um, just this was just a, immensely entertaining. The ending was a lot of fun. Uh, I get to see a lot of kind of kidified versions of these characters. You got Inhumans. You got the Guardians of the Galaxy. You got the X Men. You got the Avengers. You have um, a bunch of villains. I don't want to spoil who's on the end, but uh, I thought this was great. Uh, it's a great Ultron gag at the end. You know, there are no strings on him. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Scotty Young wrote it and uh, illustrated it, and he is just fantastic. Uh, I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. Immensely entertaining. Uh, it's nice to have a fun comic, and this is it. Next up, uh, we have none other than Journey... Oh, I'm going to have to get this title right, so I don't want to get this wrong. Journey, Journey to Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Shattered Empire, number one. Um, this I found extremely enjoyable. Um, not that I'm even surprised at this point, because all of their Star, all of Marvel's Star Wars output has been fantastic lately. Uh, it's written by Greg Rucker, artwork by Marco Cicchetto. Um Very enjoyable. We'll get to see a different slant in what was going on during um, Return of the Jedi, in terms of... Uh, a couple that kind of fought in two different arenas of the war, uh, which I found very enjoyable. That we get the, the sense that there's there's more to be done after the big celebration that we see in Return of the Jedi, and that's where this book is going to take us, at least for now. Uh, this was great. Solid, solid beginning. The artwork by Chichetto is fantastic. Feels like it, you know you you're just you're watching some extra scenes from Return of the Jedi. That what happens next. Very cool. Um, I guess the only thing that, that slows down the narrative is that we're seeing the, the sequences building up to the um, the reuniting of the I guess the core couple at the, the at the focus of this book. But it, those pages were, were also important to build up the characters so that you would care about them. So on the one hand, it slows the pace, but also it's kind of necessary to establish the characters so that when it picks up, you have characters that you relate to and can understand before you kind of jump into the action, which makes sense. I mean, even the I mean, yeah, anyways, it just makes sense. I mean, the Star Wars movies work because you care about the characters at the core, even though fantastical things are happening throughout. So I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. Very solid debut. Next up, we've got uh, Miss Marvel number 18. This was uh, really fantastic. It's the last issue. Uh, so not the last issue. It's the second last issue before it's all over until we get the new Miss Marvel. Uh, it's written by G. Willow Wilson. Artwork by Adrian Alfona. Fantastic. We get to see... What happens with the mirror when he gets kind of exposed to the uh, Terrigen uh, Miss? Um, this was just really, really interesting to see how a mirror kind of maybe confronts having abilities. Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel having a great moment with each other. Miss um, Marvel kind of making a big decision and telling her mom about being Miss Marvel, and then Miss Marvel, sorry, uh, her mom actually saying that she knew, which is huge. Uh, and what a cliffhanger. I mean, that is how you do a cliffhanger. The artwork remains just fantastic, like really, really good. Like it's down to earth. It's very, uh, stylistic and it's not stylistic cause that's the wrong word. And it, it makes you think of the wrong thing, but there's just such a, an easiness to the artwork. It just looks very, um, real world. It's not fantastical. There are, when, it, when we see fantastical things, it's done in a real world way. Uh, this was excellent. I'm going to give this a nine out of 10. Uh, one of the best books, I mean, of the past years. Miss um, Marvel's just been an absolute joy. And last up is a book that I don't think a lot of people enjoy, but I've really been digging. It's uh, by Sam Humphreys and artwork by Mark Laming, and it's none other than um, Planet Hulk. 
and uh, I really enjoyed this. It was the last issue. Uh, obviously, Planet Hulk ended up being something completely different, but it was a great history story of what happens with uh, Steve Rogers confronting, um, you know, the the Red King and going up against him, and uh, it was just absolutely amazing, extremely well written. Uh, now the the Doc Green stuff was weird, but it still worked in an, in and of itself and in its own way. Um, the ending here was, you know, just a great ending. Seeing what Steve Rogers has been through throughout this series, I think this has been one of the best Secret Wars tie-ins, to be honest. And I don't think I'm, I think I'm a little bit alone here because I think a lot of people weren't huge fans of this, but I think it's just been extremely good, enjoyable, uh, gripping, uh, enthralling, uh, at times emotional. The way that Steve kind of pushes himself and what he does here to the at the very end, uh, it was, man, it was good. I really dug this. I'm almost sad it's over because it was just such a strong book. Uh, I don't think anything bad really came out this week. I guess the two weakest books were, were New Year Values and Action Comics, and everything else was a seven and a half or above. And really, that's only because of Batman, and Superman. Otherwise, everything was an eight or above. So this was a good week, at least from everything that I read. Now, looking quickly at some of the books I didn't get a chance to read, some of the highlights include. Uh, Batman 44, Catwoman 44, uh, a new issue of Gotham Academy, Harley Quinn Road Trip Special number one, uh, new Suicide Squad number 12, Red Hood and Arsenal number four, a new issue of Starfire, uh, Star Trek Green Lantern number three, Uncle Scrooge Trade Paperback Volume 1, Pure Viewing Satisfaction, uh, Walt Disney Comics and Stories 723, A-Force 4, Corvox Saga number four, a new issue of Mrs. Deadpool and the Howling Commandos, there's the Quake Shield 50th Anniversary a one-shot, a new issue of Red Skull, Secret Wars 2099, and Siege. Uh, so I have a lot to read still. Uh, now looking up what's coming up this week, uh, so September the 16th, some of the highlights will include... Uh, let's see, we've got uh, from DC Comics, some of the highlights include Batman Noir Hush, so I believe it's Hush in black and white, Batman Hardcover Volume 7 Endgame, uh, 100 Bullet Trade Paperback Volume 3, uh, Doomed Number 4, which is recently, uh, unfortunately announced as being uh, cancelled, uh, New Shoot Martian Manhunter, Prez, Robin Hood, Son of Batman, sorry, Robin Hood, what's wrong with me? Robin, Son of Batman, New Issue of Secret Six, Sensation Comics featuring Wonder Woman, which has also been announced to be ending, uh, as well as Swamp, Sni- Swamp Thing by Scott Snyder, Deluxe Edition Hardcover. Uh, over at IDW, we have a new issue of Mickey Mouse. Um, and then if we look over at Image, uh, I think it's not this week, but next week we're going to have a new issue of Manhattan Projects. But there's some other good stuff coming out, including a new issue of Invincible and uh, Sex Criminals. Uh, and then we go over to Marvel, and we've got new issues of Age of Apocalypse, Agent Carter, Shield 50th Anniversary, Old New Hawkeye number 5, Armor Wars number 5, uh, Captain America White number 1, which I believe is going to have issue 0 as well, uh, Incredible Hulk Epic Collection, Ghost of Past, which is uh, finally Incredible Hulk getting uh, the Epic uh, Collection treatment. We have uh, Marvel Masterworks Daredevil Hardcover Volume 9, Secret Wars Journal number 5, Spider Island number 4, Star, uh, Spider-Verse number 5, Star Wars number 9, and Star Wars Lando number 4. Uh, so that's everything coming up uh, this coming week, or really tomorrow. 
Uh, our next episode will be episode 306, which will be a Talking Heroclix episode with Nathan Strzok. Uh, episode 308, at this time at least, should be a conversation with Colin Bunn. We've got a ton of conversation episodes coming up, which will be really exciting as we move into our, our fall interview season. Uh, some of the highlights will include Mike Perkins, Fabian Nicieza making a return appearance, uh, Devin Grayson, hopefully Howard uh, Mackey, which we've been working on for a while to get it rescheduled, uh, also uh, Mike Barron, and I think a few others. So we're going to have a, a good fall, uh, maybe even a good winter. Maybe it'll just be new all the time or always have a new conversation. So we may not have another new Heroclix episode in November, so if you enjoy Heroclix, download episode 306 and then... You might have to wait for a while, but you'll get a new one probably in November. So that'll be something to look forward to. If you want to email us, you can do so us do so at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and post on our HC Realm threads when they finally start going up again. Uh, thanks again for joining us, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>